Shulchan Arachah we are in Simen Samach Gimel, Halacha Zayin, section 63. We are in the middle of the seventh Halacha. We learned that when someone is saying Shema, one should not wink to his friend, make motions with his lips, nor point with his fingers, even for the sake of a mitzvah, because these words should be said in earnest and not in a casual way. The al now qualifies this, To what does the above apply? To the first passage. Why? Since it begins with the acceptance of the sovereignty of heaven, so therefore the sages required that one treat it in earnest. So, from this point onward, meaning starting from after Shema and Baruch Shem, after, after that point, it is permitted to make gestures when this is required to some extent for a mitzvah. In other words, in a situation resembling the incident, this is brought in Gemara Yuma, in which a student was reviewing a mission in the presence of his teacher, while the latter, the teacher was reciting the second passage of the Shema. And when the student made a mistake and he read Zechariah ben Kapoitel, so his teacher motioned that he should correct himself and read Kapoitel. So we see that if it's to some extent for the sake of a mitzvah, so then in the second and third paragraphs of Shema, so one would be allowed to Motion. Halacha Ches 8. Oh, we should point out that the Altarebbe says over here that one can gesture while, while saying the last two passages of the Shema, as long as it's done for the sake of the mitzvah. And in his Kuntz Achrin, he notes that the Shulchan Aruch of Rabbi Yosef Kair rules that it is permitted to work while reciting the last two passages, regardless of whether this work is being performed for the sake of a mitzvah. Yet, in Rabbi Yosef Kairos, Beis Yosef, work is equated to gesturing. If so, surely work should likewise be permitted only for the sake of a mitzvah. Al-Trebbe resolves this anomaly by suggesting that all work is considered like something done for the sake of a mitzvah. Okay, Allah Chachas 8. If one was involved in his work and wished to recite the Shema, he should pause from his work until he has read the first passage of the Shema so that he not be reciting, reciting it casually. This applies even when he is able to concentrate. Now, in section 183, the Al-Tarebbe explains that here we're talking about work that does not require concentration. If, however, one's work demands his attention, he may not recite any part of the Shema or its blessings while working. Craftsmen, and similarly their employer, who are working at the top of a tree or at the top of a row of a building, may read the Shema in that place. They are not required to climb down. Nevertheless, they must pause from their work while reciting the first passage as explained above. Halacha Yud, and this is the final halacha in Simen Samach Gimel. Hakatov af a porter may recite the Shema even though his burden 
is on his shoulder because he is able to concentrate. However, he should not begin its recitation while he is loading or unloading his burden because then his mind is not at ease. Now the Leket Tiyunim Ve'aris notes that here the Altarebbe does not mention a maximum weight for the burden, implying that a porter can concentrate on the recitation of the Shema regardless of the weight. However, regarding Shemana Esrei, the Amida by contrast, Altarebbe sets a limit in the amount of four Kaben as is stated in section 97. Okay, today we learned that when it says you're not allowed to make motions and gestures during Shema, so this applies to the first verse, and also includes Baruch Shem, as we have learned, being that that talks about Kabbalah's Elmach Shemaim, the acceptance of the sovereignty in heaven, therefore the one has to treat it in a way of Kevin, in an earnest way. From that point onward, if it's somewhat for the sake of a mitzvah, even, even somewhat for the sake of a mitzvah, one is allowed to gesture. And that if somebody, we learn that if somebody is involved in his work and wants to say Shema, he should pause until he has read the first part of the Shema. And we explained that craftsmen and their employer, who are at the top of a tree or at the top of a row of a building, are allowed to read Shema in the place. They do not have to get down. However, they do have to pause from their work when saying the first passage of Shema. And a porter can say Shema, even though his burden is on his sh- shoulder, because he's able to concentrate but he shouldn't be, begin to recite it while he's unloading or loading or unloading his burden because then his mind is not at ease. This concludes Simin Samach Gimel, section 63, and today's share.